Hey, welcome to Tuesday, January 10th. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Worzer. You're going to notice the haze again today. An air quality alert remains in effect for much of Minnesota until around noon because of unhealthy levels of pollution in the air. The alert runs from the Red River Valley southeast toward Brainerd and St. Cloud and then into the Twin Cities. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency says light winds and other atmospheric conditions the past few days have helped trap smog near the surface. Air quality is expected to gradually improve starting this afternoon as winds pick up across the region. More on the forecast in just a few minutes. A tiny infant, a newborn, is fighting for his life this morning at HCMC. His mom died Sunday night of a gunshot wound in a car in the Amazon Fulfillment Warehouse in Lakeville. When police found Kyla O'Neill, she was due to give birth in a few days. They rushed her to HCMC where she died, but doctors were able to deliver her baby. A 32-year-old man who worked at the Amazon Warehouse was arrested. According to court records, the suspect and the victim also already have a young child together. The BCA is investigating. Police are looking for the person who shot a gun into the Southdale Mall in Edina that caused the shopping center to go into a partial lockdown yesterday. Tim Nelson explains. Edina police say they got a report of at least one shot fired at the mall about noon. Police said the incident happened inside door 13 near an eyelash studio in the Hennepin County Service Center. An Edina officer was in the mall at the time and heard the shot and summoned backup. A statement from police says officers found a trail of blood at the scene, but no one in the area appeared injured. Authorities locked down about half the mall while officers searched for the shooter, but the mall reopened about an hour later. Police are interviewing witnesses and reviewing surveillance camera video of the area. It's the second time in a month that gunfire has been reported at a Twin Cities mall. A shooting incident at the Mall of America Nordstrom store killed a 19-year-old during a reported altercation there December 23rd. I'm Tim Nelson. At the state capitol, the Minnesota House has unanimously passed a bill that lines up some state and federal tax deductions. Quick passage of what's called the Tax Conformity Bill keeps the measure on track to get to the governor's desk by the end of this week. State officials say the $100 million in personal and business tax deductions should be in place when 2022 filing opens this month. Among the items it covers are COVID-19-related business loans, deductions tied to some student loans, and write-downs of mortgage debt forgiveness. The Senate is also speeding the bill through. Some of the deductions will be retroactive. Minnesota lawmakers could reduce a big state surplus just by changing how economic forecasts are done. A bill advancing in the House would factor inflation into spending calculations again. Now, that was the practice until a law change about 20 years ago. If the bill prevails, it would shrink Minnesota's projected budget $17.6 billion surplus by $1.5 billion for the next two years. That's because the baseline cost of many state programs would automatically rise when a new forecast is released in late February. DFL State Representative Tina Liebling of Rochester says calculating growth on the revenue side while ignoring inflation on spending is dishonest. The way we do our forecasts misleads Minnesotans uh, and think, makes them think that we have more so-called extra money than we really do. It would still be up to state lawmakers to allocate money in future budgets. Republicans say the focus should be on how much to devote to each area, not what programs might eventually cost. Some law enforcement agencies around the state are reporting receiving unintended 911 calls from snowmobilers and skiers. Dan Crocker reports it's part of a nationwide rise in accidental emergency calls. 
The calls are triggered by crash detection software installed in newer iPhones and Apple Watches. Sheriff's offices in Stearns, St. Louis, and Cook counties say activities like snowmobiling can trick the phones or watches sensors into thinking there was a serious crash. Emergency responders in some busy Colorado ski towns have reported receiving dozens of fake calls a day. Brandon Silliard oversees St. Louis County's Emergency Management Division. We're not getting anything like that here uh, as of now, but that that would be the fear is that you're taking up so many resources to check on on things because we still have to check if it's an emergency or not. Officials encourage people to educate themselves on the emergency call capabilities of their phones and watches. I'm Dan Crocker, Duluth. Only one sports story to pass along. The Wild face off against the Rangers tonight in New York. The Wild have lost the last two games. Here's that promised regional weather forecast. We have this dense fog advisory. Some dense freezing fog is also possible, but mainly this morning. Clouds the rest of the day, kind of a murky day. Highs will be in the mid-20s and lower 30s. Widespread freezing fog tonight. And snow in central Minnesota, that includes the Twin Cities, looks like one to two inches possible overnight. Tomorrow, guess what? More freezing fog in the morning and snow possible in the north. Highs tomorrow, mid-20s and lower 30s. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org, download our news app, tell your smart speakers to play NPR News, or if you have a radio, you can turn that on and listen. Hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Warzer.